are live. We are back. We are all the things and eh, not bad. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. It's the Rob Zakari Show. Yes, we are back from a very long two days. Well, I don't know if it was, if it was that long. It seemed like it was forever. So many things have been going on since we've been uh, gone. It's, uh, hell, it seems, seems like a year. So, uh, we'll talk about where we were for the last two days, but, uh, man, the comedy, <laughs> the comedy keeps coming. So Trump was on, uh, Fallon last night, and it was pretty good. And it, uh, it bled over to today. It bled over to today because... About, I think, an hour ago, hour and a half ago, uh, Trump had a press conference. He worked the media. He worked the me- he, he worked little Katie Turr. She's very upset. Little Katie Turr is very, very, very upset with uh, Donald Trump right now. And it's uh, quite funny. I must say, it's it's quite funny. Very, very funny. So, Trump... Uh, God, and I don't want to have to go back through uh, this whole uh, birther uh, business. I mean, we've done tons of stories. I think, uh, matter of fact, in about an hour, we did another story from last week about this whole uh, birther thing and the fact that as much as liberals don't want to admit it, they want to just kind of gloss over the fact that the whole birther thing started with Hillary Clinton. That's just a fact. Now, did Hillary Clinton say, Obama was, uh, was born in Kenya of course not. She's more politically savvy than that. She had surrogates do it. She had the media play the game. But it all came from her. That, that, that is a fact. And uh, to go through it again, well, that, you know what? I don't, I don't even want to. We'll deal with it in another segment on the show because we've we've covered this. Like I said, we have a story that we'll be posting in about an hour, hour and a half where we talked about it. But if you go to the site, robscarryshow.com, and just, I don't know, uh, in the search header at the top, punch uh, uh, birther and and Dems and Hillary, the original uh, birthers, you can find stories. Maybe... My producer will tweet out the story from months ago as a lead-up to the new story. I, I, I don't know, but just go to the com and you can read the birther story that we did. So, it's pretty good. It's, 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 it's quite good. So... Trump carried on the comedy 
from last night to today. A few days ago, he did a Washington Post article, or did an interview that wound up being an article with unhealthy Bob Costa, or Robert Costa, Bob Costa, that thinking of thinking of the horrible football game last night with my beloved Bills. So with unhealthy Robert Costa, on and sloppy, very very sloppy, very slovenly, very very very. He is. He's he's. He, you want to talk about losing a few pounds? Okay. Costa could uh, lose a few pounds. But anyway, I digress. So, uh, there was a article uh, in the Washington Post. And I don't know why Trump still deals with them. He knows they're always going to beat the hell out of him. I, I, don't know why, I don't know why any Republican does uh, any press with anybody outside of <laughs> Sean Hannity. I, I know uh, that's a little extreme and silly to say, but I mean, man, it's like you do anything with any of these people, and it's just a beat down. There it is. It's just a it's just a beat down with with all of them. But the Washington Post article comes out, and of course, the whole birther question keeps popping up. Why? Because Trump is starting to get some African American traction as far as voters are concerned. Now, remember, we've had this discussion numerous times. Is Trump going to get 50% of the African vote? No. Is he going to get 60%? No. Is he going to get 70%? No. He says he'll get 90% when he's the president and after four years uh, of the black folks seeing all the good that he's done for them. But that's traveling in a time machine. We're talking about now. So of course he's not going to get 40, 50, 60, 70% of the black vote. But he doesn't have to. All he has to get is 20 25 and another 10 or 20 not show up and vote for Hillary. So if you take, let's say, 15 from Hillary and add 20 for Trump, you have a Trump win. We've talked about this ad nauseum four months ago, eight months ago, ten months ago. The concept of the Latino vote and having to pander to Jorge Ramos and Carlos Slim is is well, it's not just insane, but it's it's delusional. It, it, it doesn't matter. The only reason that was ever proposed was business. That's it. That's it. The Republicans got bamboozled into this whole, well, uh, Bush won with the Latino vote, and that's the only way you can win the presidency. Let's completely write off 
the black vote, let's just take the millions and millions and millions and millions of black folk that are in the United States and the millions and millions and millions of black folk that actually share a lot of the same views and goals and so forth and so on with the Republican Party. Let's write them off and go for the Latino vote because there's a bunch of Latinos in the Bush family. I mean, I know that's kind of simplistic and silly to say, but it's business. I just threw in the family members just as a kind of ball-busting Columbo Bush move, but it's business. That's all. Rather, it's the Walmart family or Koch brothers or even Murdoch, for that matter. Because remember, Rupert Murdoch is not a Republican. Okay? He's technically a, a, a huge, throbbing cock. That's what he is. So, the Republicans have gotten bamboozled into this whole Latino vote. And they were never going to get the Latino vote. The Bush thing was uh, an, an anomaly. That was it. The real vote is the black vote. And that's what it's always been. And the Republicans, for whatever reason, have been too scared to try to get the black vote. So when Trump came along and said, Hey, hey, all my black friends. Hey, Amorosa. <laughs> hey, Don King. Hey, that pastor. Not the not the, the unhealthy looking pastor that lied about his uh, his uh, college transcripts, whatever the hell it was. But the the uh, the good looking, healthy one that sometimes will go on Don Lemon and argue with him and make Don Lemon feel uncomfortable. <laughs> that guy, I like that guy. He's all fired up. Him. So Trump said, "Hey, all my black friends." What have the Democrats done for any of you in the last, I don't know, eight years? And so this started resonating because black people aren't stupid. You know, they're, they're not dumb. They're not the ones that are here illegally. They're not the ones that are selling oranges on Sherman Way. And I'm not making a generalization that all Latinos are selling oranges in a certain way, but let's face it, the whole crux of the Latinos voting for Democrats is because ultimately Democrats say, hey, we will give, if not you, but your friends or relatives or whoever is here in the country illegally, amnesty. We're going to let you be here. We're going to let you stay here. We're going to let you get driver's licenses. We're going to let you work. We're going we're to let you be as if you're an American citizen, as if you waited in line. So, in turn, vote for us. Be dependent on us. Okay? Be dependent on us. 
black folk aren't like that. Hell, black folk, their ancestors didn't want to come here. <laughs> they didn't want to come here. <laughs> you, you got Latinos sneaking into the United States, overstaying visas, along with people from Korea and Russia or wherever else. And black folk <laughs> they got brought here on boats and chains. And they're like, whoa, I was in the, the, the this nice forest, there's lions, there's, there's, there's some tigers, some zebra. What the hell? Now I'm getting dipped in boiling water. Being called Mandingo. What the hell's going on here? What's happening? So, uh, the black vote. That's always been the vote Republicans need. And if they actually focused on it, they would win election after election after election. So Trump went after it. And the polls started showing that Trump's strategy was working. From 0%. I actually seen a few polls that um, NBC and CNN and a couple other uh, propaganda sites for the Democrats, these liberal propaganda tools. 0%. Trump, 0%. He's got 0%. And then all of a sudden, 3%. Then all of a sudden, 4%. And all of a sudden, 6%. All of a sudden. Now there's a bunch of polls out there that say 15% of the African Americans, African American vote. I hate using the word African American. The black vote. Okay? Black vote. Even the girl from The View. What's her name? The unhealthy black girl from The View. Big, big, thick one. Unhealthy. That's, that's my new word, unhealthy. Not fat. Not curvy. Unhealthy. She even said, I'm not African American. I'm American. I'm not, I'm not from Africa. My mom's not from Africa. Her grandfather's not from Africa. The lineage is, is really, really, really far. I don't call myself Italian-American. Even though my great-great-great-grandfather and great-great-grandmother were from Italy. I'm an American. Anyways. The Democrats started freaking out. They started seeing the polls shift. So what happened? What happened? They trot out, birther, birther, birther. Donald Trump's the birther. He's the birther. He's the original birther. And it's all racism. It's all race. Somehow, the Democrats have always tried, and they will stick. Remember, racism is all Democrats, liberals have. Racism, sexism, that's all they have. That, that's their, their, their go-to. You know? Everybody has a go-to. 
You know, when you're having sex, you have that go-to position. You have that, <laughs> that go-to. Everybody has the go-to. That's Democrats' go-to. Racism, sexism. Liberals. Racism, sex. You get into a fight with a liberal, and it always ends with, well, you're a racist. You're a sexist. You're a misogynist. You're a homophobe. You're a xenophobe. That's how it always is. And it's never changed. You know, we didn't get a chance to talk about it last week, and I don't want to get outside of the topic, which is Trump working the media today and Katie Turr just being beside herself. I think she was more mad today at Donald Trump working her and the rest of her fellow media titans or the rest of her then when her dad said uh, little Katie I'm going to have my penis chopped off and made into a vagina I, 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 I think she's more mad today I think she's more mad at Donald Trump than her dad of course she's not mad at her dad she loves her dad of course Rob, why would you say that? What's wrong with you? Are you a transphobe? No. No, I'm not. I'm not a transphobe. Just throwing out the fact that it might have been a little confusing, a little upsetting for her. Or, okay, maybe if that's wrong. <laughs> maybe that's wrong. How about the fact that she had to have sex with Keith Oberman over and over and over and over again just to get her position at MSNBC. How's that? Is that a better... Is that a better... Anger association? Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> people, people in the audience are like, dude, you're just all over the place right now. I'm really not. It's, it's all connected. We're staying on topic. Trump, Berther, Katie Turr, the media, his new hotel. We're still on the topic. All right? All right. So, Democrats and their default position is racism, racism, racism. Bigot, 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 sexism, misogynist. That's what you are. So, as Trump starts getting the African-American vote, they start bringing back the birther movement. Trump was the birther, the original birther, which is not true, once again, with Hillary Clinton. With Hillary Clinton and her staff, like I said in the beginning of this bit, never came out of her mouth as blunt as Trump. She was a little more coy about it, like going on 60 Minutes. And the liberal shills, the, the, the propagandists, pretend that didn't happen. Like the Daily Beast, Olivia Nunzio. 
this hipster douche. We'll get to her in a bit. And I've said this before, it has nothing to do with race. Trump didn't go, you know what, I'm going to do this birther thing because Obama's black. And I don't like black people. It had nothing to do with it. No different than the Ted Cruz and the birther questions with Cruz had nothing to do with not liking Canadians. Although, although I think we all could agree Canadians at times are definitely unlikable. <laughs> it had nothing to do with race. It had everything to do with an angle, a maneuver, putting doubt in people's heads. That's why Hillary and Hillary's team did it. Politics is dirty, my friends. Okay? Politics is dirty. You know, and, and people that are new to the game right now, you know, look up Lee Atwater. Alright? Look, look, look at things like the Willie Horton ad. Hell, look at Watergate. Politics is dirty. You're talking about power. You're talking about money. Remember, politics and, and, and being a senator, a congressman, president, governor, has nothing to do with helping people. They all can say that. Even Trump can say that when he's on Leno. It's about helping people. Ultimately, politics is about power. It's about power. And I'm not necessarily saying power to control, you know, X, Y, Z. But there's a sense of power when you shape policy or, 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 or shape opinions or create something that is a stamp on our society or our country forever. That's power. So it doesn't necessarily have to mean I control the United States as far as power. Oh, look at all this money power. Or I can get this senator to do this for me. Or I can, you know, walk into a restaurant and not have to wait for a table. But it's that power of transforming not just the country, but the world. So it's all about power. So politics is dirty. Politics is dirty. You have to look at politics. You know, it's funny. People, you know, I, and I think for the most part it's it's liberals and, and a bunch of cucks, a bunch of Dana Perino types that have this, well, there, there's a line that shouldn't be crossed in politics. There's, there's a lot. Oh, it's not. Politics is like any other sport or any other business where people are competing to get to the top. You do whatever it takes to get there. And if you don't, 
then you should not even be playing the game, or you should not even be part of the business or the job. I mean, the number one goal is achieving. Achieving the best. It's the number one goal. If you're in business, the number one goal is the best. The number one goal is to make the company the best. If you have a thousand employees, 500 employees, the number one goal is those employees. For however long you can keep it going for. That's the number one goal. The last 10 years, beautiful. The last 20 years, beautiful. 50 years, beautiful. Five years, beautiful. Two years, beautiful. But that's what it's all about. Your team, football, baseball, basketball, volleyball, badminton, being the best. Nobody does anything just for fun unless you're playing, I don't know, Dungeons and Dragons. So politics is dirty. That's it. Hillary Clinton tried the birther movement and they failed. And Trump picked it up back in 2011. He did it for the Republican Party. He did it try to help them win, to try to help Mitt Romney win. Trying to help the Republican Party. He took one for the team. That's what he did. It had nothing to do with race. I know I'm repeating the bit we did last week, but it had nothing to do with race. It had nothing to do with race. Plain and simple. So now that Trump is starting to score points with the black folk, you keep hearing the birther question. Out of the blue, it pops up. So, unhealthy Robert Costa asked Trump. Now we're getting to the Katie term, and the media got work today. So Robert Costa asks Trump about the birther movement. And Trump says, listen, I'm not ready to answer that question yet. I'm not ready to answer that question. So now that set the press uh, into a, another tailspin. Hillary Clinton into a tailspin, it just it just set them off because they'd already been working the whole birther story. They started it last week. When those poll numbers came out, they showed he was starting to connect with the black voters and he was doing the church tours and he was hitting the black areas of the country, hanging out with Ben Carson, so forth and so on, they freaked. And that's when they went back to the birther angle. And of course, telling the black folk, hey, 
This is the guy that started the birther movement. He started it because Obama's black. He doesn't like black people. He doesn't like you. Birther, 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 birther. So Trump went along with it. Now you got to give credit to Kellyanne Conway and Bannon. Because since that move, since they took over this campaign, they've been on top. They've been on top of every aspect. Every aspect. Even Hillary biting the dust. Even, even Hillary losing unconsciousness. Not a wobble, not a stumble, like the press is constantly telling you happened. She took a, a little stumble. No, she didn't, Jake Tapper. No, no, she didn't, Chris Matthews. No, she didn't, Jonathan Kapar. She lost consciousness. And if the Secret Service uh, was not there, she would have smashed her face against the concrete. Okay? She would have smashed her face. So, uh, Kellyanne and Bannon, they, they've been running a, a phenomenal, phenomenal campaign. And Trump has been on point. I told you guys before. I told you guys before. We live in a day and age where people move on from whatever the hot controversy or hot topic or whatever is the trending thing within a month or two. And I said half the people will forget what the hell happened 10 months ago. Unless the media brings something back up, plays it on a 24-hour loop, they forget about Trump and his small hands, big hands. Marco Rubio talking about Trump wetting his pants. Exactly. Some of you are going, what? Oh, yeah, yeah. It seems like years ago. So Trump, Kellyanne, they all know the game. They all know what's going on with the media. He knows they're all stupid. He knows they're all suckers. When you got people like Katie Turr, who got where they got, because they were banging around with Keith Oberman. I know some of you that are listening going, Rob, why are you smearing Katie Turr? I'm not smearing Katie Turr. Look it up. That was her boyfriend for a few years. She was nothing more than a local half-assed reporter. It wasn't until she started banging around with Keith Oberman, who was the Megan Kelly or I should say the Bill O'Reilly of MSNBC. Yes, Keith Oberman, that putz, was actually a big shot for a few years. He was a big shot at MSNBC. He, he called the shots. He had the highest ratings. He got covered the most by the mainstream Media, 
I hate to say that. The Democrat media, the liberal, all media, how's that? He got covered the most. Things that happened on his show, everybody talked about it. So Trump and them know. And let's be honest, it's not like Kellyanne and Bannon weren't tipped off. The Obama administration. I think it was, what, Ben Rhodes? When he did the interview and he said, I sold the Iran deal through the media. I knew I could sell what we were doing with Iran because the media is made up of a bunch of stupid millennials. A bunch of gullible, uninformed millennials. I kid you not. I think it was Ben Rhodes. One of the top Obama leaders in his regime. One of his propaganda ministers. I think it was Ben Rhodes. came out and said, we sold the deal through the media. <coughs> As my Hillary call. We knew we could feed them crap and they would go along with it because they're not bright. They're not, I, of course I'm paraphrasing, he didn't say they're not bright, but pretty close. So, rather it's Bannon, Conway, The Obama people tipped everyone off about the media, about how gullible and how just stupid they are. So when Trump said, I'm not ready to tell you what I feel about Obama and the birther and where he was born and so forth. I'm not, I'm not ready. So, what happened today at the new Trump International Hotel? Trump put out a tweet that said, I am now going to the brand new Trump International Hotel DC for a major statement. And of course, the media automatically assumed he was going to address the birther question. So, CNN, MSNBC, Fox, social media, everybody was live. There was YouTube, Periscope, everybody was live. Everybody was there to cover the major Donald Trump birther speech. He was there. He's going to give it. He, this is it. This is big. This is huge. 
This is huge. <laughs> this is big, guys. This is just enormous. So they get to the stage. And what happens is a whole bunch of military heroes, uh, generals, Medal of Honor recipients, Gold Star families. <laughs> they were all there telling <laughs> the world why Donald Trump will be a great president. Yes. The media, along with little Katie Turr, <laughs> were all duped. They were worked. They were Obama'd. They were, you can keep your health insurance if you want. Your premiums aren't going to be raised. The Iran deal is a great deal. <laughs> they were Ben Rhodes. That's what they were. For a half hour. For a half hour. So you got MSNBC, CNN. You got all these people. Live. Live. And they're watching generals. They're, they're watching people that Hillary Clinton is called deplorable. People are watching Gold Star families, Medal of Honor recipients, and they keep remembering the word deplorables. Hillary Clinton said Donald Trump's supporters are deplorable. So rather they're a low information voter, high information voter, casual voter. They're watching military soldiers. They're watching military heroes. And they're all endorsing Trump. Trump's new hotel. And it's being shown on CNN. It's being shown on Fox. It's being shown on MSNBC. It's being shown everywhere. The media got worked. They got obama They got obama That's what we're going to call it for now on. Instead of you got punked, you got Obama'd. Ah, oh, man, you Obama'd me. Ugh. You Obama'd me. <laughs> so Trump Obama'd the press. And they're all sitting there going, well, hmm, isn't this supposed to be about the whole birther thing? Isn't this, is, what is going on? Isn't this, isn't this about, like, 
what the hell? We're live, and we're sitting here watching all these militaries. But man, we got Obama! Wow. There's little Katie Turr, all just. She's like all those times that Keaton laying on top of me and. I had to have his dirty, nasty sweat pouring on my face. And he said I would be a big star. And here I am covering Donald Trump at his new hotel. And Gold Star families saying they want Trump to be president. This is just wrong. Sorry, Katie Turr. You just got obama So after about 30 minutes, after about, after about, and, and listen, uh, you want to hear the, uh, the disgruntled media besides, besides Katie Turr, you got uh, Glenn Thrush, 18 months into this cable networks are still letting Trump hijack them for free time, ad time, by promising a major announcement. They just got Hussein Obama. <laughs> Jonathan Cohen. So at what point does this campaign and kind contribution from networks to the Trump campaign? We just got Hussein Obama. Jeremy Diamond. Trump's campaign hyped up a change on birther issue. And now that TV network's carrying it live, we've had 20 minutes of veterans endorsing Trump. We just got Hussein Obama. <laughs> Eli Stokels. Network's going to stick with Trump as he tries to cloak his racist birthism in the heroism of the service of these vets. We just got Hussein Obama. <laughs> Matt Beiser, we got played again by the Trump campaign. John King, just now on CNN. You got Hussein Obama. <laughs> Jim Roberts, once again, the American news media gets totally played by Trump. Wall-to-wall -wall coverage, we're all guilty. We were just... Hussein Obama. <laughs> Charles C.W. Cook. Jake Tapper calls it political rickroll. We just got Hussein Obama. <laughs> you can keep your health plan. Your premiums won't go up. The Iran deal is a great deal. ISIS is a JV team. Hussein Obama. <laughs> oh, man. Like I said, Obama taught... He, I mean, he led the way for seven and a half years. His own people. His own people. He... he, he 
he he's jay-offed the press so much that they're able to tell the press that he jay-offs them. And, I, I mean, like I said, Ben Rose, if, if I recall, just came out and said, yeah, we passed the Iran deal because the media's stupid. They're a bunch of stupid millennials. They're a bunch of Katie Turs. Bunch of Katie Turs. That's what they are. You got people like Kellyanne Conroy and, and Bannon. You got these people that are vetched. They've been doing this for 20 years, 25 years. Jake Tapper. Jake Tapper. He interviewed me 15 years ago, all right? And who am I? Exactly. Jake Tapper was in my house hanging out. Now he's just, you know, uh, Jake, Jake Tapper, he's a, he's a nunyet too. He obama him. <laughs> they got Obama. They got Hussein Obama. And guess what? This isn't the first time, and this won't be the last. They will get Hussein obama by Trump 20 more times. Because, <laughs> see, here's the thing. The next time something like this happens and the Katie Turs go to their boss, Andy Lack or whoever it is, and they go, you know what, we're going to show them because I know we're getting played. I know we're getting Hussein Obama again. We're not going to do it. We're not going to go live. We're not going to, uh-uh. We're not going to get played. And then guess what? There's something big that Trump does. It's breaking that Trump does. And then Andy Lack goes to Katie Turr. So, we missed it because you told us it was just going to be a, 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 a scam again. Wow, Katie. Okay, well, you're now back uh, in the, uh, the line. You're in the back of the bus. Go find another old creepy guy to have sex with to get to the front of the line like you did with Keith Olbermann. So... They will get played again because they don't ever, they don't ever want to miss that story. So they'll vent. They can all vent. The tappers and the rest of them could do the whole political rickroll and they could be outraged. But they're going to get played again. Like I said, Obama taught everyone how to play the press. He's the master. No, nobody's, listen, nobody has done it better than Obama. Gotta give him credit. He plays the press beautifully. He plays the press beautifully. Plays him beautifully. Plays them beautifully. And he'll, he'll just <laughs> plays them beautifully. So, after about a half hour of the, the Gold Star families, Trump 
then addresses the media. He then addresses the media. And he says, Hillary Clinton and her campaign in 2008 started the birth of controversy. I finished it. President Barack Obama was born in the United States. Period. Now we all want to get back to making America strong again. <laughs> and then he dropped the mic and left. <laughs> he dropped the mic and left. And then you heard through the speaker... You all just got Hussein Obama. <laughs> he did it, but <clears throat> that's what I imagine. That's what I imagine happened as everybody was sitting there. They went, "Wow, we just got Hussein Obama." Man, <laughs> we just got Hussein. And I watched the end where. Katie Turr, who's just got, like, Keith Oberman, <laughs> old Keith Oberman love juice pouring out of her ears. Because you know, you know once you've had that decrepit, vile, nasty man just, just laying on top of you for years, once you've had that, it's impossible, okay? It's impossible to get that out. I, I mean, Katie Turr would have to be washed in bleach and scrubbed with a metal brush. Scrub like she just got the radiation from Chernobyl or something like that. Remember Silkwood? They, <laughs> remember? I don't know. Maybe it's too old of a reference. About the, you know, nuclear fallout. And, you know, they rub her down in the shower with the metal brush to try to get... Okay, great. <laughs> I'm just... Look, everyone's looking at me like, dude, nobody gets that reference. It's Katie Turr is just like... Oh, what's that? That was just... Oh, oh. Ah, she's just moaning and groaning. You see the Oberman juice coming out of her ears. And then she goes, you know, and then we tried to ask questions and, and then Donald Trump just walked away. And then and then this came out of Katie Turr's mouth. One of the most shocking things that came out of her mouth, opposed to the shocking things that have gone into her mouth, Keith Oberman, was that she goes, in, in, the, in the past two weeks, Hillary Clinton has made herself available and has done at least four press conferences. And Donald Trump has given none. Matt, think of the audacity. Prior to these four press conferences that Katie Turr says Hillary Clinton has given. Remember, these are press conferences with individuals like Andrea Mitchell. You, you all have seen that picture online by now of the press corps on Hillary's plane leaning over the seats and their tongues are falling out. They have these glowing 
like we're 12-year-old girls looking at Justin Bieber and his Calvin Klein look. The, oh my god, it's Hillary. Oh. Oh. I mean, Andrea Mitchell's like, I just want, Hillary, I'll change your depends for you. I'll do it. I'll do it, and I don't care. I don't care. I'll treat you like a big giant baby, and I'll do it good. That's what Katie Turr is referencing. Those are the press conferences. So those are the press conferences that Katie Turr is talking about. And prior to that, Hillary Clinton hadn't had a press conference in almost a year. Donald Trump used to have press conferences daily. And Katie Turr actually has the audacity to go, Donald Trump didn't answer any of our questions. And Hillary Clinton has done four press conferences in the last two weeks. Are you you kidding me, Katie? You're really kidding me. Hillary's got about, mm, I don't know, 50, 60 more to go until you can even play on the same ball field. Right now, Hillary Clinton is T-ball. She's not even Little League. She's T-ball. She's like the eight-year-old where they hit the ball on the tee. There's no pitcher. Hillary Clinton's T-ball. Donald Trump is in the major leagues as it pertains to press conferences. Okay? Katie Turr, hit me up in about 50 more press conferences And you got to put at least 10 or 20 in there that are not Andrea Mitchell. Where Hillary goes, oh, Andrea, I just love you. (laughs) Oh, I love you, Andrea. Hmm. You're you're my kind of woman. All right, little Katie. All right, Katester. When that happens... Hit me up. Until then, shut your mouth and go give Oberman a call, okay? Because after this election, you're done, okay? You're not getting an anchor gig. You're not getting your own show. There's going to be nobody left for you to follow around, You're going to be looking for another sugar daddy broadcaster that you can lay under that can get you somewhere. You know what? Maybe you'll be calling Roger Ailes when his network starts up. Hey, Roger, listen. You can sexually harass me every day. Forget the harass. You can just, just do whatever you want to me every day single day. That's what you could do, Roger. Okay? I will be your human ashtray. You want to do the Bill Clinton? Do the Bill Clinton. I just I just need to work. I just I need to be relevant again. Cuz now there's no campaign to follow. So yeah, little Katie Turr, very upset. 
Glenn Thrust, very upset. Matt Visor, very upset. They're all very upset because they got obama They got obama They don't like to be obama Only Hussein Obama can Obama them. Not Donald Trump. Who does Donald Trump think he is? He can't. He can't Hussein Obama us. So that's what happened. We went from last night on Jimmy Fallon, which was classic and funny. And I know if you're a Trump hater, nothing he does, you're going to like. And I know if you're a Hillary hater, nothing Hillary does, you're going to like. And there, there, I mean, there's not a lot, but I get it. But if you're a tweener, all right, if you're that tweener, I think my mom would be considered a tweener. She's voted Republican. She's also voted um, Democrat. My dad, diehard liberal. I mean, that's how I was raised. I was a liberal. And I know longtime fans of the show know that. I've actually had people hit me up and go, what the hell happened? When did you become a Republican? When did you become... I don't say conservative because conservatives would look at me and but you're not a conservative. Glenn Beck would not consider me a conservative. No. Ben Shapiro would not consider me a conservative. Ted Cruz would not consider me a conservative. Mark Levin would not consider me a conservative. Because they are true conservatives. Yes, they were. So I'm not a true conservative. Republican. I'm not a cuck. I'm just not a liberal. I'm not a Democrat anymore. So. So what? <laughs> that's the sucky thing about the Republican Party. We're so fractured. We really are. We are so fractured. At least on the Democrat side. Yeah, you got progressives. You got liberals. You got Democrats. But at the end of the day... They, they all stick together. They don't eat each other. Now, the voters, it's a different story. That's why Hillary's losing poll after poll after poll, which we're going to get to in a second. I don't mean to veer off the end of the topic, but they, they don't, they, they the, the establishment, the TV people, the, the, the writers, the websites, the money people, they don't eat each other. You know, you don't have a never Hillary movement on the liberal side. Even though people that refer Bernie Sanders and supported Bernie Sanders and his policies are so drastically different than Hillary. Who he is as a person is drastically different than Hillary. If there should be any never, should be on the liberal side. At the end of the day, Trump is closer to a Cruz or a Rubio or the people that the establishment wanted than Hillary and Bernie are together. I mean, that's just a fact. But I digress. We can talk about it later. So, there you go. The press got work today. They got Hussein Obama. It's classic 
Trump. The comedy from Fallon last night, like I said, if you're a tweener, you liked last night's appearance. What happened last night on, on Fallon, if, you're a tw if you don't like Trump, doesn't matter. You hate him last night. But if you're a tweener, his appearance last night was good. It was funny. You know, when, when Fallon and him started talking about polls, and Fallon said, you always talk about polls. And, and Trump said, well, I only talk about the polls when, when we're winning in the polls. I, I don't like to talk about them when I'm losing. That was funny. The crowd, I mean, it, that was funny. That's very, very humanizing. When Fallon said, you say a lot of controversial things, and Trump said, yeah, you know, I, I, I necessarily know I would be doing this. If I knew I would be doing this, I probably wouldn't have done a lot of the shows that I did. That was funny. If you're a tweener, you're watching that. And remember what everybody said. Remember what all the Beltway geniuses have said. The election doesn't start until after Labor Day. Now, they all hate the fact that they said that because now Trump is up. And prior to that, they all said, ah, it's over. People's minds are already made up. It's done. Even though, yes, the campaigns don't start until after Labor Day, it's over. Hillary's up. Too, too, she's too well ahead to We'll talk about that in the next segment. So yeah, if you're a tweener, what Trump did last night, you liked, you thought was funny, and then it just matriculates down to where we are, and the press being upset because Trump, Hussein Obama now. So there you go. Good stuff. Carried over from last night to today. And yes, as Trump said, I repeat. Hillary Clinton and her campaign in 2008 started the birth of controversy, and I finished it. President Barack Hussein Obama was born in the United States, period. Now we all want to get back to America and make it strong again. Good stuff. All right, so Rob's Carey Show. We're going to take a quick break. We are. We're going to take a real, like a super quick